Have you ever had a pain or tightness issue and no amount of stretching made it better? Has stretching ever made your problem worse? Today I'm going to tell you a story about a time I used stretching to deal with an issue of my own, and not only was it the wrong tool for the job, I ended up injuring myself and making my problem worse. I'm also going to discuss why the assessment process I use with my clients and dojo members is so important to avoid making problems that you're trying to fix even worse. And if you're somebody that wants to stay active and injury-free for as long as possible, this episode is for you. All right, let's set the scene. This was about 10 years ago now. I was working in Massachusetts with my wife. This is when we had our personal training studio business where we worked face-to-face, one-on-one with clients. And it was a very exciting time in my career, but it was also a very frustrating time in my career. The reason being is that this was during a time that I was basically realizing I didn't have the tools that I wish I had that I needed to help my clients. And so I started the continuing education journey where I was seeking out as much information as I could and trying to learn new techniques, things that I could apply in session with my clients that would actually help. Because most of the things that I had tried up up until that point really weren't that effective for helping people. So at this time, I started getting involved in a technique that was a stretching-based technique. And I was actually, uh, I had actually done an internship for this technique, and at that internship is where... I met my wife, Alicia. This was during a time where there was a big trend in the fitness and movement world. If you've ever heard about fascia, right, connective tissue in the body, everybody was going crazy about fascia. And so everybody was saying, you've got to learn how to stretch your fascia. And there was all these different techniques that were popping up all over the place for dealing with fascial issues, And I had to check it out. So I started getting educated on a method that used stretching as its primary tool. And it got me in trouble. And the reason it got me into trouble is because when you start investing time and money into a technique, you want to believe that that's the technique. And if you haven't had a lot of prior experience up until that point, you start to believe that that's the technique. So, basically, if I felt any tightness in my body, I assumed I needed to stretch it. So, here's how it went. A little bit of history on me. I have a history of sacral injury and pain, and even some sciatica. So basically that means that my sacrum hurt. Sometimes it feels, you know, sometimes it would feel tight. I would get a lot of radiating pain down my left leg. And I didn't really know why at the time. I didn't really have any tools for dealing with it, except for what I was learning, which was stretching. So I remember being in our studio 
and really kind of feeling like crap most days. And in between my client sessions, I would feel really tight on my left leg going into my hamstring and kind of like underneath my glutes. And so I would take breaks in between clients to stretch out the tension that I was feeling just so I could feel good during my day and work with my clients. Well, (laughs) it caught up with me. Basically, I would take breaks on and off all day long and stretch and stretch and stretch. And what, what happened was eventually, one time I was getting ready for working with a client and I was stretching my left hamstring repetitively over and over again. And all of a sudden, I felt a twinge. And that twinge kind of went down my leg, kind of went up my glutes, crossed my sacrum, and I hit the deck. Basically fell to my knees, rolled over onto my butt, and decided I can't really do anything right now except lay down. What just happened? Literally, I lost control of my left leg and fell on the ground. And I couldn't really do much when I hit the ground. What happened? Well, obviously I overstretched. And I overstretched my sciatic nerve because the tension that I was feeling in my hamstring was neural tension. And I was trying to answer to that neural tension with repetitive bouts of stretching. And I was doing that because it actually gave me temporary relief. It's kind of silly, but it might give me 30 seconds of relief, maybe two minutes of relief. But then that relief would go away and it would feel tight again, which is why I was chasing my pain and discomfort with stretching. So the good news is, you know, a few minutes passed. I was able to get up. I didn't feel good the rest of that day. I definitely had some residual pain that carried on into the next few days. But more than anything, it was a wake-up call. It was a wake-up call that I couldn't try to solve everything with stretching. Now, fast forward, you know, many years later and lots of continued education um, later, and I started to learn why you can't just address the pain and tightness in your body with stretching. It comes down to your brain. Your brain is actually in control of your muscles and your tissues. And our muscle tone is mediated by our brain function. When something feels tight, when you feel a tightness in your body, there's a reason for that. It's actually a protective output. What does that mean? Protective output means that your brain has decided to create that tension for a very specific reason. It's a protective reason. You don't necessarily need to know why the protective output is happening. But you need to know that it's a protective output. And if you try to remove that, say, functional stiffness, you could get yourself into trouble. In fact, when you stretch a muscle that is expressing chronic tightness, you are removing stability from that muscle temporarily. And that's one of the reasons why we can get in trouble chasing our pain and discomfort with stretching. I call it stretch weakening the muscle. The muscle feels tight. 
you stretch it and you stretch it and you stretch it some more. And eventually your nervous system goes, hey, I don't like this. This is starting to feel threatening because all that protective stabilization and tension that is there for a reason is temporarily starting to go away. So what does your brain do? It puts you on the floor like it did me and says, hey, stop that behavior. That's not the solution here. So let's talk about what is the solution? Well, I can tell you from a lot of experience, both with myself, but also with clients, that generally speaking, when a muscle is expressing tightness and you feel chronically tight, oftentimes the best thing to do is to mobilize the joints that the muscle crosses. So let's say you have a tight left hamstring like I did. Well, instead of repetitively stretching your left hamstring and overstretching your sciatic nerve like I did, a better solution would have been to mobilize my knee joint and my hip joint because that's those are the joints that the hamstring crosses. When you mobilize joints, meaning take them through their fullest range of motion, and you do it with the intention of contracting your muscles as you do it, you actually are speaking to the brain. And your brain can then downregulate some of that tone in the muscle. And this works really, really well. The other thing I could have done is strengthened my hamstring. Oftentimes when your muscles feel tight, what they're actually asking for is the ability to contract and lengthen under load. So when you feel chronic tightness, think about mobilizing your joints and strengthening those muscles that feel tight. Because when a muscle feels tight, many times it's actually telling you that it's weak and it needs some contractile work. Now, here's the most important part. You need to understand how to assess your body's response with anything that you're trying if you're attempting to fix your own pain issues or discomfort issues. So how do we do that? Well, we have an assessment process, and I call it our immediate feedback assessment process because that's what it is. Basically, what we teach our members to do in the dojo is assess a range of motion or maybe a painful range of motion, something that's bothering them, and then you go and perform an exercise, and then as soon as you're done performing that exercise, you immediately reassess to see what your body's response is to the exercise that you just tried. Now, if you haven't ever heard about this before, it might seem silly. It's like, well, how could you get any feedback that fast? Well, guess what? You can, because your nervous system will actually tell you if you're better, you're the same, or you're worse. And it does that instantly, which is a game changer, because then you can get some feedback and understand, is this a good idea or not a good idea? Now, had I understood this assessment process back when I overstretched my left hamstring, what I would have discovered in the process is that I was actually getting tighter as I continued to chase my tension with stretching. And now, because I'm very 
equipped with this assessment process and very experienced with it, I would have been able to instantly get some feedback and say, oh, you know what? This is making me worse. Whatever I'm doing is causing threat for my brain and my nervous system. I better try something else. Using the assessment process definitely could have prevented injury in my case 10 years ago. This assessment process is still to, to this day what I use personally when aches and pains come up. And also it's the process I use with my one-on-one -on -one clients and dojo members. And it works amazing and it's so easy to apply. You don't need to be a strength coach to understand it or a physical therapist to understand it. It's something that anybody can do. And it's a real pleasure to teach people because it shows them that they have power that they didn't think they had. And it teaches people how to pause for long enough to pay attention to their body's response to exercise. And it allows you to navigate your training better and make smarter decisions about what you're doing when you're trying to fix your own pain and chronic tightness issues. So let's recap here what hopefully I just taught you. Number one, when you feel tightness in your body, you need to ask bigger questions. Rather than chasing that tightness with stretching, you need to ask what is the reason for this protective output. And if you can't figure that reason out, it doesn't matter. What you can do is mobilize the joints that the tight muscles cross. And I teach tons of joint mobility drills on our Instagram. You can find them on our YouTube. And of course, I teach the whole system inside our membership. You can also try strength training those tight muscles. And most importantly, assess after you try this stuff to see how your body's responding. Do you feel better? Are you walking better? Has your range of motion improved? Is the tightness starting to become less? Start listening to those cues because I promise you, your brain and your nervous system will tell you what's going on if you take the time to ask your brain, is it helpful or is it hindering your progress? So the next time you feel chronic tightness, instead of chasing that tightness with repetitive stretching, remember my story and remember this. When all you have is a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. If stretching is the only tool that you have, well, it's probably going to be the only tool that you're going to apply. What I want you to know is it's not the best tool for solving chronic pain and discomfort. Think about what I said. Mobilize your joints. Strengthen those muscles. And I bet you'll get a much better result. I hope you found this episode helpful. It's honestly just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to understanding what to do when you feel chronic tightness, but it's a very important starting point and I think it'll serve you well. If you want to learn more, please follow the podcast, check out the website and dojo, and come along for the ride. I promise you'll learn valuable lessons and build a tool set that will help you keep training pain-free for years to come.